The Adventure Jogger, a podcast about trail and ultra running. Meet fascinating runners from the front, middle, and back of the pack, sharing inspiring and funny stories about life and running. Running should be fun, and so should running podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Pluckelman, and this is The Adventure Jogger. Another crew episode of The Adventure Jogger. We're broadcasting live from Jeff Stafford's house, meaning that there's Ensure in the fridge there and is. Dancing with the Stars is on the TV in the other room. Damn straight. Great to have you on once again, Jeff. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So for the crew episodes, we like to have people actually in Jeff's house. And so uh, we have a lot of Vol Staters just because of the proximity to Tennessee, Clarksville, Tennessee. We have the winner of this year's Vol State in the couch, on the couch, Francesca Muccini is joining us in the Adventure Jogger studio. Francesca, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Thank you. Now, I say usually we have people that live nearby. This is the farthest drive to be on the podcast. This is the record so far. From Michigan. That's a haul. Becca Joyner drove all the way from Michigan to Tennessee to be on the Adventure Jogger. Becca... Thank you for driving um, 600 miles? Meh, not quite. <laughs> 400-ish, I don't know. It was worth she it. She did right? it just for the show. I mean, you got to... I did. 400-ish miles. Yes. You actually, you were planning on doing like a family gathering here right in the area we were yeah and then uh three or four days ago my kids taekwondo guy came through and said we're doing a belt test right and yeah so we haven't had belt tests for taekwondo in like eight months because of covid oh yeah, yeah. so uh yeah we can't you know can't give that up so I said, all right kids stay at home i'll go down no what, problem so you are you down here by yourself then i am so you're going to party in, in Nashville. I am. I'm going to just hit all the local running stores <laughs> is what's been happening. <laughs> you know, they have these things. They have pedal bars down in Nashville on Broadway. And usually, Francesca, have you seen these? I'm not sure if they're running right now. That's uh, what I, I think. I think, I think they, they shut them down. Running. They shut them down. Probably a good idea because they're these bars and they have people... <laughs> Think of like a tandem bicycle times right. 20. You, nice. All the people around the bar have pedals, and they pedal while they, while they drink down Broadway. It's like a trolley car with a bar in the middle. It, it sounds is, delightful. Right? It, how in the hell, Francesca, how in the hell has people, have people not been killed on that? You're right. You're right. And I see them every day. Every oh, yeah. day. They go by Music Row and Belmont, and sure. uh, they are always partying all the time. It's not safe. But you won't be able to enjoy that because you'll be, because of the corona. Right. Yeah. I know. But, you know, there's a, there's a bar at the pool, and I don't get to enjoy that with That's kids all you need. usually. Ooh. So, yes. you know, I think we'll be hitting that up. So, oh, wow. Yeah, what, what running stores did you hit up? Um, running Souls in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Okay. So that was on the list. So got some new ultras there. Very and cool. Things. So, yeah, we'll hit another one before we head home. We met the owners of that that store Jeff and I were out at land between the lakes and we were uh, running some some trail miles and we finished up and we were wearing matching shirts like we do quite often (laughs) the father-son yeah and we were sitting down at a at a picnic table there and we were drinking white claw and these Imagine hikers, that. right? As you do. <laughs> right. And these hikers show up and they they get to talking like, "Oh, we own a running store in Elizabethtown." And they said, "It's so great." Well, let me well, hold on a minute. Okay, go ahead. Now we tried to hide our white claws, and they're like, "What you got there?" And they start bringing <laughs> out their booze. So, yeah. yeah. So at the end, they go, "It's so nice to see a father and son." Out running together, we didn't even fight it. We don't. We don't. No. We've stopped fighting it because it's become yeah. such a common like, occurrence. Right. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of of drinking, you can have one of these if you'd like. We have the variety pack of White Claw. We're going to do a little White Claw roulette. Have you ever had a White Claw, Francesca? Um, I think my husband bought it a week ago. I don't know why. And I... <laughs> it's to get you ready for the show. So, he was getting you ready. He knew what you were. It in was for. so random. He came home with this. The same size, uh, yeah, uh, and yeah. now he has to drink all by himself. Well, you you maybe can help him if you if yeah, you try this. I, I think I, I tried a sip. Um, okay, it's very like sour, bitter. 
Uh, it, it's really a sure. thing. It's a thing. So we're we don't know which is which, which is which in the variety pack. You just reach in and grab one, and you're kind of okay. stuck with what what you're stuck with. Uh, Jeff's gonna pass so, it around. Yeah, grab grab a color. Yeah, just just. I like the yellow. Okay, there you go. Oh, lemon. Okay. Orange. Becca, what'd you get? Mango. Okay, mango. I'm gonna blindly reach here, <laughs> and just. Okay. Uh, this is a tangerine. Okay. All right, Jeff. What do you? Watermelon. All right. I think Jeff's the winner on that one. Going that for just amazing. It's not bad. Mango? It's not, not bad. bad. It's not bad. No. Yeah. The lemon is not bad. It's just light and refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. Someone described it as uh, it tastes like TV static. <laughs> uh, I think it's like a fun wa- Lacroix. It is. It's you know? like a Lacroix yeah. for grownups. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Mm, it is. By the way, we are not sponsored by White Claw. This is a running joke that Jeff and I have been hanging on to for a year. And we are the sole reason why you can't find White Claw in Clarksville, Tennessee. But as we We are enjoying, I'd like to kind of, before we get into some craziness, I didn't know if you knew that you were in for some craziness today, Becca. I didn't. Worth the 400-mile drive to come down here. And by the way, if you would like to drive 400 miles to be on an episode of The Adventure Jogger or 500 miles, just send us an email. We'd love to have you. I just would never dream of asking someone to drive that far. But Becca, thank you for for driving that far to be here. I kind of wanted to get your running story. And, and kind of hear how, because everybody has a very interesting way of how they, they got into running. And I've heard everything from, you know, I wanted to beat a drug test to, to I, was, <laughs> I was overweight and wanted to lose some weight. But we all kind of come to this, this journey, this running journey, especially ultra running, in unique ways. And I thought, Francesca, we could, we could start with you, mm-hmm. the winner of Allstate, the queen of the road. The king of the, the road. The king of the road. I kept the name king. Yeah. Did you did you get uh, proclaimed yet by the by the house or by the Tennessee House yet? Yeah, I haven't got that, but I will. I have one from 2017, but we will receive that uh, proclamation. Which this is cool. Awesome. That is pretty darn <laughs> I pretty like darn that. cool. That I you... framed it. it oh, I, of course. Like Does it. the governor <laughs> sign it? Yes, there is a, a the the signature and everything, and he says. Uh, uh, Something some graceful nice. words, graceful and, words yeah. and proclaim the king of the road. Uh, and so, this is actually nice. true. That's so. cool. When you win Vol State, mm-hmm. not only do you get to be king of the road and you can decide if you for want to be for a year, for a year, which Francesca is the king of the road, you also get a the the actual Tennessee state government mm-hmm. has a so. proclamation that they the governor signs naming you the king of the road. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine, because you, you go to that house, and there's some members that look like they're in shape. And there's other members that have got to look at that and go like, what in tarnation you is got, this? You have to use your imagination. Right. But yeah. Some woman ran how many miles? 500 kilometers. That's just stupid. How far is that? You know, trying to figure that out. That's, that's pretty darn awesome. Mm-hmm. So you've had that happen once, and you're getting ready to have that happen again. Yeah. Yes, can wait. <laughs> Did you do you do you um, do you frame them and put them yes. up in the house? Yes, it's um, it's in one wall of uh, of next to my living room. Yeah, so it's gonna be there. I have the other wall ready for it. Everybody has their I love me wall. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta have it. I mean, yeah. What what else are you gonna do with all that stuff? I mean, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's got to be quite a conversation piece, Francesca, for when company comes over. You know, somebody that you know from Belmont, because, you know, True. you're a fellow professor, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, we're going to go hang over at the, at the Muccini's house, and then they see that. I'm sure discussions have happened because of those proclamations on your wall. True. My colleagues are uh, quite amazed, and they cannot think. I mean, I, they say, I, I cannot even drive 314 miles. I can, I can see them looking at the, the, pl- the plaque, and they're looking at you, yeah. and they're reading the plaque, and they're like, this is you, you? did it. You? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's what my mom said. I mean, really? <laughs> Are you yeah. sure? <laughs> well, what got you into this sport, Francesca? Well, um, back in Italy, we don't have athletic uh, sports clubs like that. So I didn't start. I just I used to run because I wanted to keep myself in shape. Yeah. And I used to swim a lot and play tennis. 
and essentially changed when I came to the United States approximately 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I participated in uh, small runs, uh, 10Ks, 5Ks. And then uh, I said, well, I that's fun. So I, I keep doing it. And yeah. when I was going back to Italy, I was looking for races that I could uh, participate uh, to. So I did half marathons, marathons. The change, the switch to longer distances happened uh, 10 years ago when I realized I couldn't run fast anymore, but yeah. I could run farther. So I said, well, you know, I can just go and stay on the course for a longer time. And I said, let's try with a 50K and then uh, 100K, 50 miles, 100 miles, 24 hours, 12 hours, and so on. You just keep so, pushing so, it. Yeah, so as a runner today, you have to be a bit like a doctor. They all specialize in something. Mm-hmm. So you said, okay, speed is not going to be it, but distance is. Mm-hmm. So Correct. Francesca specializes in the 314-mile distance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. I actually realized that I do better after the second day. Towards the end of the, of the race, I find that energy... This time at the end, at the very end, I was exhausted, but I knew that I could rely on my uh, second, third day Mm -hmm. because I I find that push. And so uh, I think I ran like 99 miles the last uh, day. That's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. We heard, by the way, from Greg Armstrong, who is sitting right where you are sitting now. I'm so happy then. (laughs) (laughs) He said the very last day, you were running down the middle of the road thinking that was the side of the road because you were so exhausted and you were speaking Italian. And he was like, I don't speak Italian. I, I don't get it. That was <laughs> hilarious. That was hilarious. I don't recall exactly what happened because everything is so blurry. But uh, I think I was hungry or thirsty. So I asked him in Italian uh, and asked for something. And and, and, He's like, and Greg oh. said, well, Francesca, here is the applesauce. Here is the water. What would you like? <laughs> Just point. Right? Point, grunt, you're good. Now, we were talking before Becca got here about, you know, Jeff said Vol State is one of those races that you will find yourself swearing quite a bit at everything, the sky, the road. During uh, the race. Your choices. Francesca, do you swear in Italian when you're in the middle of Tennessee? <laughs> I cuss it, I, I think, and I cuss there you in go. Italian. Uh, true, true. But I have to say that um, I, I was not that mad at me this time. Yeah. I really wanted it. So I was so focused on it that I, I didn't have the time to even cuss or have bad thoughts because I had to finish. I just had that in my mind. So in the past, there were ups and downs. But yeah, I'm sure but, you've had other races where yeah, it didn't we, go so well. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So we all experienced those sure. thoughts. Um, this time, maybe because Greg was there, I have to say that he had an impact uh, on that race. He has he, a calming motivated, presence. Yes, yeah. he motivated me so much. At the end, I pushed because I, I really didn't want to disappoint him. <laughs> he was there. And so I, uh, I, it helped me so much. Yeah. Favorite Italian swear word to yell when you're having a bad race? Well, I cannot say. You can't. Maybe we, this is, this is a pod, most no, this of the is, listeners won't know what you're talking pod, about. This is a podcast, <laughs> really? Francesca. We're not, we're not live. Okay. I say porca troia, puttana schifosa. <laughs> Sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> you really. You gotta put you the know, emphasis right on the parcaria. <laughs> what was what was the first one? Uh, Troya. Troya, which is you know or. Okay, okay. Jeff Stafford, what is your favorite swear when you're when you're racing and you're having a bad? It's usually just a shit. Just a shit. Okay, just, just a typical. Becca Joiner, favorite oh. swear when races and f bombs get dropped. All totally. The time. And it, and it and it can yeah. take many different right any permutation of that word exactly that's around and there's a lot of them and there's a lot of them <laughs> exactly it's a long race. it can yeah. be it can be a simple one like <laughs> yes mm-hmm. and it can be the it yes. can be just it can go right. all over the place it can Becca let's let's switch to you for a second okay 
Not only did you drive 400 miles, which I will forever be grateful. I'm gonna ha- we're gonna have to send her some adventure jogger. Make right. you sound desperate. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I just for for the no. It's great. I'm gonna have to send you some adventure jogger gear, Becca, because I appreciate this so much. And you have no idea how glad I am you're here and how happy I am that you drove all this way. But, but Becca, what got you into ultra running? A buckle. So I know, um, you know, people get really angry when there's buckles for less than 100 milers. Yeah. But the Huff in Indiana was a 50K, right? And they gave you a buckle. And I was like, wow. Oh, that's cool. I'll never get a 100 mile buckle. So sign me up for that. I'm going to go do that in the middle of winter in Indiana uh, for my first ultra. So, yeah, that's what got me into it. Um, I started running five years ago because we had a step challenge at work. And I figured I could win the step challenge if I jogged a little bit. So, like, you know, you get to three miles and then I've four got miles. These guys. Right? And I won the step challenge by learning to jog. Right. So, yeah, it just spiraled out of control from Wait, there. So, they, what was the prize for the step challenge? $100. You started running <laughs> because you wanted to win $100 yes. for work. I wanted it bad. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. That's new shoes. Right. That it is. is. That's, that's what I bought with them. Yeah, that's what that's I got. A, I wanted new shoes. Well, that's shoes. a new pair of shoes if you have a discount coupon. Right. Well, that's, that's true. That's, you know, no. get five years ago, you could get new shoes. Exactly. Yeah. So five years ago, yep. there's that challenge at work. Yep. How do you go from, I want to win the step challenge at work to running your first ultra for a buckle? Yeah. So um, kind of, I think like everybody else, right? There was a half marathon um, in Michigan that was really geared toward women runners and like Mm -hmm. first time runners. I was like, well, I'll do that right in the spring. I have all winter to train, Um, ended up being able to train for it and I was ready to run a half marathon in January in Michigan. There's like one race in the entire Midwest, right? In (laughs) January. Um, So ran that and it was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. It was, you know, two feet of snow and you're just want to kill yourself. Um, But when I was done with it, I was like, well, I could do anything. Right. If yeah. you can do that, if you can run a half marathon in six feet of snow and do anything. So, yeah, it just kind of went on from there. Then we have the 25K in Grand Rapids. That's kind of our big event, the Riverbank Run, um, kind of like Peachtree in Georgia or the River uh, Cooper River Bridge Run. And so we did that. And then my husband's like, well, it's, you know, to go to a marathon. It's not that much further. And right. Fine. We'll do a <laughs> Whatever. And then that'll be done. And then we're done with this. Right. And then the buckle thing came up. And yeah, so it just escalated from there. You know, you bring up something uh, interesting with the uh, women's only like geared yeah. for women half marathons. Yep. I remember when I first saw that they had like, you know, women's geared half marathons and I'm like oh come on they don't need the lady speed stick half marathon (laughs) I feel offended as a man but then I started realizing that men road running men can be intolerable douchebags at races that it's it that I can see why women would want like it listen we would really like to have a race it's an all gal race without the dickheads and that was that's like the only way you can really kind of weed that out. And unlike ladies' nights at a local bar, which turn into men only, this, the Lady Speed Stick Half Marathon, that's a pretty good place to just run and not feel like you've got some guy staring you down, yeah. you know, making yeah. inappropriate comments and that sort of thing. So it wasn't until I noticed how awful some fellas can be that I'm like, you know what, we do need the Lady Speed Stick Half <laughs> Marathons. Yeah, it's just nice. It's a really low-pressure kind of environment, you know? Yeah. So, and like I said, it was really kind of geared toward people getting women running, getting mm-hmm. women active. So, yeah, it's a good thing. So you get cool. that buckle. You yeah. run that 50K for a buckle. I do. And does it kind of give you the fever? Once I could walk again. Yeah, you know, like those four days. We all know that feeling. You can't walk anywhere. You're going downstairs backwards and and you're never doing it again. Um, Yeah, it's kind of like Francesca. Like, I'm never going to win, you know, a marathon. Yeah. But the longer it went, the longer distances, you know, the better I did at them. So it was kind of like, well, maybe, maybe I could do this. Maybe I could do the longer stuff. So I just kind of stuck with that. So did you progress kind of the 50K, 100K? you know, 50 miler, 100 miler yep. in that way? Yeah, I just did my first 50 miler this year, I think, because I went from 50K to 100K. Yeah. And then that went really well. So I'm like, well, let's do the well, 100. How much easier it. could that be? Right. That did not go as well. That was the learning <laughs> curve with the 100 miler. Um, but yeah, so the 100K is kind of the sweet spot for me. It's the one I really like. But yeah, I'm getting better at the 100 That's miler. That's funny. There are a lot of runners that 
they they do the normal progression the half marathon the marathon the 50k the 50 mile or the 100k then they step up to their 100 mm-hmm. but there's a huge discrepancy or disparity between even 100k yep. and 100 mile mm-hmm. some people do really well at 100k and when they okay. move up Hang it's on. just Okay. Yeah. Yep. You know who doesn't have that idea that there's not a huge difference between 100K and 100 miles? Francesca. Because she's used to the metric system. People that have grown yeah. up with the metric system Probably. go like... like it's 100. It's, a, it's 100 something. I don't know. It's just 100. It's, it's the numbers the same. It changes in kilometers or uh, right. miles. Right. So someone says to you, Francesca... You know, 100 kilometers, 100 miles. What's the difference? Do you just bite your tongue and go, oh, you'll learn, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a difference. But uh, once you're used to it, uh, I don't know. I just enjoy the time on the course. Yeah. So it's not It's not that you feel tired. You, you know how to deal right. with uh, the discomfort. But yeah. it's not pain uh, if you feel pain you either faint or die <laughs> everything else is just discomfort that you can deal with so that's my theory i'm gonna remember that that's deep <laughs> that's my theory you faint or die <laughs> when we're out on course next year i'm gonna say you are not in pain which, by the way, both Jeff Stafford and I are in Vol State for 2021. Yeah, baby. And the person I have to thank for that is Becca Joyner over there. I'm sitting at my desk at work, and all of a sudden, bing, my phone goes off, and it's Becca Joyner saying, Vol State's open. Ding, I'm ding, like, ding. what? <laughs> Sign I, up quick. Uh, and I, yeah. I, I checked. I'm like, oh, sure shit. There is. It's open. So I, I text Jeff Stafford. I'm like, I'm uh, like it's open. It's open. And Jeff, you know, had to get I'm out. on his, it right then and there. Had to get out his big phone. Yeah. He's got the, the giant Get the flip setting. phone. Yeah. He had, had, had to go from his jitterbug phone. Right. To his, to his I, iPad. I got to get the smartphone <laughs> right, out. Right, right, And he signed up within minutes. Yeah. Ben Smitherman, who has been on this podcast before, he, he wanted up. to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. So, Becca, thank yeah. you so much for giving me the, the heads up You're on that. You're welcome. There was a short list of people that had to be notified. Right? Well, I'm you glad on I'm it. on that list. Because so, I was yep. pretty sure that there'd be no way in hell that we would get in because of the huge waiting list. And the truth is, if you look into what happened with the registration for Vol State this year, the only reason we got in is because Becca Joyner told us to sign up on time. So I I thank you so much for for, for doing that. But Becca, what made you decide that Vol State was something you wanted to do? Well, so I've been on the wait list for Vol State for three years. Wow. So the reason I got on it to begin with was because I wanted to do Big Dog's Backyard. Like at that time, I was like, that's the race that I could really do well at. It was the everyman's race. But I'm like, I can't get into that. So maybe if I get into Vol State, like Waz will get to know me and we'll be buddies. And somehow I'll get into Big Dog's. That didn't happen either, because then the golden ticket races started, right? Oh, so yeah. um, <laughs> I just kind of forgot that I've been on the wait list for three <laughs> years. And then four days before the race starts, yeah, I'm looking on Facebook, and all of a sudden, I'm in the race. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're like, what? Yeah. Four yep. days. Right. How was your training going at there that point? There was no training what? there, because I didn't know I was doing it, because I'd been on the wait list for three years and never gotten in. So I had been, yeah, like training for a 24-hour event. That was what I thought I was doing this summer, and um, yeah, it turned so out. So you were—it's not like you were right. in bonbon, no. soap opera no. shape. No, you were in twenty-four-hour shape, yeah. right? And yeah, so climate-controlled twenty-four-hour shape. Uh, I was going to do six days in the dome. Was the race that I was wow. in, for, but just the twenty-four-hour. So four days, right? You have four days to get Vol State figured out. Yeah, and Michigan. Where, where in Michigan do you live? Grand Rapids. So, so that's how, middle, on the middle, so here, the middle yeah. of the okay, okay, middle of the state yeah. there. It is not as humid or as hot in in Grand Rapids. No, it is not. Nope. No, we might hit eighty five, maybe ninety if you're lucky. But we'll hit eighty five by nine in the, morning, in the morning, right? <laughs> yeah. And there'll be ninety five percent humidity, right? Yeah. So how in the hell did you adapt? Poorly. That's how I can say. Not well. It didn't go. 
didn't go well. Um, yeah, luckily I had a crew, so I had one guy that also you know could take off work for um, <clears throat> a week and drive down to Tennessee to crew me. Nice. So that was a huge help, you know. Because at least I had water, I had things to drink and towels and stuff. But yeah. Were you going through PTSD <clears throat> as you were getting closer and closer to Tennessee from this event? <laughs> it was. I was like, why am I going back to Tennessee? Why am I going back here again? <laughs> I went for a run today. I'm like, why am I running in Tennessee again? It's 85 degrees. Why am I back here? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Francesca, you living here, mm-hmm. this is this is nothing new to you. you I know? like the heat. Do you actually I like the it? Heat. Yes, yes. Okay. I train in the heat. Mm-hmm. Francesca, do you really like the heat or do you tell yourself that because you got no, a sweet gig it. at Belmont and you're like, I'm going to be here for a while and I, I, like, I better I like get used heat. to this? No, I really love the heat. Um, I was raised in uh, Pesaro, which is uh, a town by the sea at the, the Adriatic coast, uh, like three hours south <clears throat> of Venice. Sure. Francesca, we're Americans. We're horrible at geography other than the United States. <laughs> Opposite <laughs> <Florence>. <laughs> put, put the boot out. Where on the boot are you? Where on the boot, where on the boot are you, <laughs> Yes. We need a whiteboard in here. We do. We need to, yeah. And so, a map. I like the I like the, the 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 hot the warm summer the we are normally have breeze at night and yeah. you don't have the breeze in no. Tennessee. No, we do not. But I I, I don't mind the, the the heat and the humidity. And actually, for for Wall State, I normally train in the heat, so I run from one to three in the afternoon. Some people thrive on that very well. Yes, the yes. majority of us don't, but. There yes, are those that's that what just, I did. Mm-hmm. I hate the heat. But you heat trained when you did Vol State. I remember. I did. <laughs> but I did I did Vol Here's why I did Vol State. I hate the heat. <laughs> I hate the road. <laughs> and I hate pretty much anything over 100 miles now. But <laughs> nice right. Stuff. Here's the but wor- it worked out. Here's the worst thing, right? And so Jeff Stafford does Vol State, and he's like, Ryan, you should do Vol State. This was 2019. I'm like, I am not doing that stupid race. (laughs) If he had it in November, maybe I'd consider doing it. But it's in in July. There is no way in hell I'm doing that race. And so Jeff does it. And I'm getting little pictures from Jeff Stafford with his with his Rail Riders floppy hat sombrero on. Sombrero hat, yeah. Sombrero hat, which I bought, by the way, because Jeff's like, you need to get this hat. Mm-hmm. And I get these pictures. I'm like, that's pretty amazing. And Jeff's like, all right, I'm about so-and-so with the finish. I'm, I'm actually following along and excited. And then he comes back, and he's wearing that Vol State finisher's jacket. And it was like, nice. it was August. And he's it wearing that winter jacket. I'm wearing right. that coat. He walks into yeah, my right. house and he's wearing a winter jacket. I'm like, yep. what the hell are you doing? What's wrong with you? But no, and between Carrie Long and Jeff Stafford been and, and talking about their experience at Ball State. And then you have Greg Armstrong in. And we've talked to the abs before. And I've, I've we've had all these guests on. Donna England is another one that yep. we've had on. And I'm like, oh, okay. This race, I guess I better do it. Stupidest thing yeah. In, yeah. In, 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 in human history. I've got to do this. This sounds so amazing. It kind of weasels its way into your heart. Francesca, did it weasel its way into your heart? Oh, or were yeah. You- it just, uh, it, once you experience it, it stays with you for so long, and you just want to do it. You just want to do it. It, it's, it, oh, it you, changes you. You meet some of the kindest, most compassionate people out there on the road, and you would never suspect them of being that way. Absolutely, yes. But what made you uh, want to sign up for the first time? The first time I signed up? Yeah. Oh, that was uh, 2015. It didn't go well. So this was my fourth time. Um, 2015, I withdrew at uh, Kolioka. I think that's the name of this town. Yes. Uh, I'm sure it doesn't sound as good when the locals say it. (laughs) Kolioka. But um, there was just more personal issues uh, we were not prepared and my husband was crewing me we had no idea i mean i could run but logistically speaking we had no clue what to do yep. where to go so i decided to uh, drop and i was really upset after that so i signed up again in 2016 and i finished and i was the first woman yeah. i didn't win but i didn't the, the, the female 
And uh, I felt like at the end of it, I had so much energy. So I said, well, I can go run the next day. Why? <laughs> and it was like, this again. Her head. Let's go do this again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it was like five days and seven hours and 25 minutes, something like that. So I said, well, let's try it again. So I did it in 2017. I was more prepared. But still, at the end, I won World Stage in 2017. There was more in there because I finished in four days and four hours, and still I had too much energy at the end of that race. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not right. It's not right. You need to bottle that stuff up and sell it. Yeah, so I said, well, let's just uh, see what happens. So I I waited a, a, a few years, a couple of years, and then I decided, let's try it again. And... 2020 this year and I did it I trained for it that was the focus of my year was Wall Street so I ran my miles I had a picture of the billboard or like a a poster that Greg made when uh, he failed yeah and uh, I said I want to do what he did so I was running of course I was adjusting his yeah. mileage to my capability but I was looking at him what he did and that's what I what I followed and then in um, April I increased my mileage and then in uh, May I increased uh, my mileage I yep. doubled my mileage and then I felt like I was I was ready what was your longest run before Ball State this year this year was the, the latest, the last one I did was in March, right before the lockdown, and it was a 12-hour race, so I, I ran 65 miles. But that was your last big training run. That was my last one, was yes. was three months before the actual exactly. race. Exactly, Oh, wow. Yes. How'd you yes. handle training with the lot to be Nashville? We're in Clarksville. We were pretty fortunate. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, Michigan's probably way tighter than we yep. are. If you, Nashville's pretty locked down mm-hmm. for Tennessee but here in Clarksville it's like Rona what right. there's like you wouldn't know yeah. a thing is happening here not, in Clarksville yeah. um, so you were able Same. to do a little more just because oh, yeah. of you're in Nashville yes I was uh, first of all because we shifted the teaching online mm-hmm. so I was able to teach my classes from home yeah. and I didn't have to be in my office for office hours and all that. So I had free time. And Nashville, uh, we could still run. And yeah, it was right. empty. Nobody was around. So I could be, I could go downtown whenever I wanted, run my heels. Uh, and um, I'm sorry to say, but it was pretty nice uh, for my <laughs> <Yeah>. training purpose. <laughs> I feel bad to say that, but you know, just for the training purpose, that was uh, I was pretty lucky. Mm-hmm. We have to ask you the Nashville nice. question, Francesca. Okay. Uh, how many country and western singers have you run into? I, and who's the biggest? I saw Keith Urban. Oh, Keith Urban, and yeah. his wife at a race in Franklin a few years ago. They were Actually, at a race? Yes. She was running with her little daughter. So there, it was a Franklin classic. There Did was you a beat Nicole race. Kidman in a race? <laughs> no, she was not running. But we had the, the official run. The race was before uh, this uh, thing for kids. So I ran the race, and then I stayed there just yeah, to yeah. see uh, the old show. And she was running. She was accompanying the little daughter. And Keith Urban was on the side of the road with the, I think they have two daughters. So yeah, he has so, yeah. another daughter. When you're beautiful like that, you procreate a lot. You just can't. want to do it. Right, yes, yeah, right. Yes. And, <laughs> Not that I would know. <laughs> but they were just normal. Nobody was uh, bothering them at all. So that that's the only one. I run by, on 12 South, there is a Dolly Parton's um, yep. place recording studio, yeah. but I've never seen her. That's appropriate because Dolly Parton is the queen of Tennessee and you are the king of Tennessee. Queen. You guys need to get together. There you go. If that's that's for sure. <laughs> Becca, how was training in the Rona for you in Michigan? 
Yeah. So kind of the same where we're working from home. Uh, yeah. We have three small kids and my husband and I are both runners. So it's a lot of just That's juggling schedules. Right. Like who's doing their long run today and who gets to right. be up at 6 a.m. to go. No fair. My night. turn. My right? turn. Right. right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of the same way, man. When the, the cars are off the road, that's amazing. Like all of a sudden you're running on roads you could never <laughs> run on before because there's no cars. It was great. Um, but yeah, I was able to put in a few more miles than I probably would have been able to normally. Yeah, because I'm not having to commute to work and back but at the same time I was training for you know a 24 hour event so right. I didn't have the forethought to actually put good training in for it I was so pissed when the Rona hit not because of any reason about like I'm a anti-masker or anything but everybody I knew including my entire family all got to be at home Jeff is at home, working from home, and I still had to go into work Everybody every home. single day. And we would have Zoom meetings at work, and most of the staff was in pajamas. Pajamas and hoodies. So we're dialing in. Or running clothes. Right, pajamas and hoodies are running clothes, and here I am having to dress as normal in my office at work. But it was really nice because it got really quiet. And like you go to the office, and usually the office is loud because yeah. you got people. Everyone wants to hear their their own voice. But there was only three of us in the office, and so it was this peaceful, calm, zen like experience. And then nice. the day happened when everybody came back to work, and I was like, "Would you shut the fuck up?" Because it was so get out of my so office, loud. my office, right? <laughs> get away from me! It's here. back to some normalcy at that point, right? Yeah. And then yeah. that's what it was. So I'm so jealous that you got to. How hard was it? To work from home. Oh, it's impossible. Right with three kids running around. Yeah. Like, yeah that's got to be cool. Because are, are they young? Are you... Yeah. They're all between 6 and 11. So three oh, God, little they... boys, 6 and 11. 6 and, and 11. Yeah. They must think that you are a goddess having run Vol State. So I called home like on day three and I'm talking to my six-year-old. And I said, yeah, the first woman just finished. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. She broke four days. He goes, you didn't win. It's like no. he he gave you the sure he gave you the hand. Yep. I don't I don't know you. Yep. Yeah. Did, did I don't even win. know you. Yeah. That was the last time you I called. You are not home. my mother. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't call again. So, Little did you yeah. know, Francesca, that you you were the reason that her child wasn't impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So. Well, that's that's oh incredible. Um, I thought we would give something a little bit of a try. We're gonna have some fun here. Um, Greg, Greg Armstrong was here. Greg Armstrong talked about because he. He is he is the most interesting man. It, 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 I love Greg Armstrong. I wish I could spend more time with Greg Armstrong. Yeah. He is an incredible human being. And he he runs in a very old school way. No one is more old school than Greg Armstrong. And he talked about fueling at races with corn syrup. And so Jeff Stafford went out and got some corn syrup. Like for two dollars and twenty three cents at Walmart, whatever it is, two dollars and twenty three cents, and the calories in this, (laughs) hundred and twenty calories per two teaspoons, and so I thought we could go ahead and give a Greg Armstrong attempt here, a little Greg Armstrong flavor, Mm -hmm. all taking a bit of this corn syrup um, with some salt in it because he likes to put some salt in his corn syrup. Mm-hmm. Give it a little is, dash. This is how Greg Armstrong fuels. Now, how how much was this, Jeff, at the store without your senior discount? I, 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 it's like two dollars and something. Literally, it's cheap. Two bucks. So two bucks for one many, goo normally costs two bucks. How many yeah. servings it's are not in Caro here? Caro corn syrup. That's great value corn syrup. This is great. This is, <laughs> I didn't get Caro. Yeah, right. We're not Caro people. No. Right? No. This Greg is, said this he, is got the cheap, he got the cheap yeah. stuff. So and you know it's a great value because it says it <laughs> yes. right on the container. Exactly. Um, but there you can't is, go wrong. Right. <laughs> there, there is. 16 servings per container. That's 16 goos. We can finish it. 16 mm-hmm. goos. For a little over two bucks. We're going to go a little over two bucks. finish it, and then we go run outside. Yeah, yes. yeah, there you go. Yes. We're running all right, around. so I'm going to just... Here, here's just, just take a little whiff of that. First of all, this How does he smell? great. Val- I'm gonna. Well, no, no. Let him smell it first, and then we'll. we'll, we'll There's not much smell to it. No, I, I don't know. It has it. a. Do I you just want to eat it. Okay, okay. So we're it. gonna put it. Put it on spoons. Let's just do since it. it is the since it is the day and age of Rona, we're not just going to all chug from the same bottle. Oh yeah. Um, we're gonna be all safe right. here. Do you want to put a little salt on your? On your corn syrup? I'm going to some salt. Okay. All right. Get get some salt on there. Give me that. So, Francesca, you can grab some of that and put it on a spoon. And Becca, you can you can get right. that. We're gonna try the old. I Greg got my Armstrong spoon. My spoon is loaded. Goo the electrolytes there. in here. 
Yeah, you yeah. want to get that. You can pour some salt on there. To go with salt. How's that claw going down, Francesca? Oh, my God. That was well. Is it going to be... Are you, are you going to be helping <laughs> Don't your worry husband? about it. I got cleanup He's stuff got clean. Are you going to be helping your husband finish that case that he bought? Probably. <laughs> Ryan, you got to... Here, you got to spoon up. Yeah, I will. I'll spoon up. Yeah, here. All right. Hang on. Hold on. All right. Get your salt. I got my... Everybody's like, I'm glad you bought the great value stuff, by the way. Yeah. I have high hopes for this. Only the best. It's a great value. All right. All right. Okay. So, salty corn syrup. Everybody, let's go down the hatch. Here, here. we go. That is surprisingly not bad. Not bad at all. I told you. I told you. Not bad. Wow. That's pretty. It's okay. good, you get the salty, sweet experience there. Okay. Wow. That right there. That's is, better than goo. I'm telling you. That's Love better it. than goo. That's fantastic. That's okay, than goo. it is. So, we've yeah. had we. Did, I don't know if you've, you gals have listened to the episode where we sampled the goos. Oh they're, no, they're dreadful. Yep. That's okay, Francesca. Yeah, I don't. Sorry, I, I'm not going to hate on you for not listening to the podcast. It's okay. But we had. Do you know Olaf Westernack? He's a Nashville yep. runner. Yes. He was in here. We were trying out the goo summer uh-huh. lineup. And they were mostly horrible. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's not bad. That's yeah. actually refreshing. I told you. So, nice. do the math, everybody. Uh, the math on this is Jeff Stafford, without his senior discount, got this for $2. And so, for $2, that is 16 goos worth of fuel for $2. And it tastes better than goo. It tastes, it tastes good. So, yeah. if you were to put that... In your vest, like if you were to get a a slam a bottle, like that, a bottle, a bottle of that, yeah. and put that in there, that's some easily that's digestible nice. fuel. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really good. That yeah. I, I was shocked. Yeah, me too. Yeah, right, that, is, I was like, that's going to be I'm like surprised. Death. Yes, that was good. Has that went changed? down really easy? Yeah, that's really going to be a staple for a next. Yeah. Long so day. I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy a little. Um, what do they yeah. call a little goo flask? Pour some of this mm-hmm. in there with some salt. Mm-hmm. You're ready to go. Claw me, Stafford. I, yep. I'm, I'm nice. finished oh. with my, my tangerine here. Since you're the guardian of the case. Well, here, we'll give you a, a choice this time. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the lemon. There you go. Mm-hmm. The lemon is good. Yeah, it King is refreshing. Isn't it? Yes. There you go. If Francesca's drinking it, yep. it's got to be good. <laughs> All right, so I thought something else. Because I was at the store getting the White Claw. And, and we thought, okay, we're going to do that corn syrup thing. But I thought we could also try something else. But wait, there's more. <laughs> there's more. Because aid station food is generally junk food, right? What's, what's your favorite, Becca, if you had to pick a favorite aid station food, what would you pick? That they have at the aid stations or that I bring? Well, either or. Whatever okay, your favorite. Pierogies are my thing. Pierogies are your yeah. thing? Francesca? I'm not sure what I had from there. Maybe chips. Whatever, but whatever, yeah. whatever your favorite chips. is. Like what? Like what? When Francesca's Something feeling down. Salty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything salty in, in here. But Stafford, you've talked. If to if it's a cold race, right. I like grilled cheese. Okay. If it's a hot race, cold watermelon. Okay. Oh, watermelon's right. amazing. Oh. So, I saw these at the store today. A aid station favorite is cookies, and so I found these Oreos. Birthday cake flavored Oreos. Similar to the goo birthday I, cake, I'm yes, sure. Yes, and I oh. thought we would give these a try here. I got the family size, so there's a lot to eat just here. Eating case. So gra- you can grab one here. Can I just have another spoon of syrup? <laughs> it's, it's probably better. I'm just speculating, but it's probably better. Probably. God, that okay. smells like chemicals. Uh, that, that has there's a, no birthday cake. <laughs> birthday cake Oreo. Hold birthday on. Birthday cake Hold Oreos. On. I'm going to untwist this first. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. Francesca, I like to separate them. Oh. Were you surprised at how much sugary junk food we have here in the United States when you moved here, or were you prepared for this? Uh, I was surprised at the beginning, but... Um, uh, I, I, I think... Like, meh. You know, everywhere you go... <laughs> You find new habits. Uh, it was okay. Everything is a little too sweet for me. That's mm-hmm. true. In the, in the United States, everything is uh, sweeter compared to you know other countries. Is it was the corn syrup too sweet for you? No, that one actually doesn't have much uh, flavor. It's very light, so mm. I I enjoy that. Now. When it comes to the Oreo, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can handle it. But We're going to find out. I'll can try. Francesca handle a birthday cake <laughs> Oreo? Okay, I'll give you my cut on that right off the bat here. Well, don't poison Francesca's, because Francesca may really like it. Uh, she may go back to Italy next summer and go, guys, I have found it. 
the best dessert ever. Mm. All right. Now that she's had it, Jeff. I can't taste any difference between that and the regular Oreo. You may have the coronavirus. That's, that's just me. <laughs> you may have lost your sense <laughs> of taste. Lost your sense of taste. That's what you, it is. You may have the coronavirus. Becca? It tasted exactly like I thought it was going to taste. Like like you toothpaste? <laughs> yeah. That tastes yeah. like toothpaste? Like chemicals. Yes. <laughs> toothpaste. It's artificial, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If I it's had that rich. at an aid station, it's I'd not as rich. good as this. No, no, I, I'll take the Caro syrup and salt over that. I am glad that we actually have provided some value to somebody in this episode with the Caro syrup yeah. thing. Yeah. We all totally... learned something with that. Oh heck yeah, it's we like, did. Oh, for sure. Right. Okay, yeah. so Francesca, yes. what do you what do you think of that birthday cake Oreo? Uh, as I said, it's really rich, mm-hmm. a little artificial, but you know when you were in a race. Uh, Anything goes. Yeah. If you can <laughs> swallow it, you just, uh, whatever. You're too nice, Francesca. Use your favorite Italian swear word to describe the, the, the birthday cake Oreo. Oh, it would, um, I would say, caca. <laughs> caca. It's an international word right there. We all got that we one. Got yeah. that. Yep. Okay. So we're not done. <laughs> I've got one more for you. And I thought, I saw this and I'm like, okay, Francesca's it's coming. The, it's the old, wait, if you order today, wait, we'll not only send wait, one, wait, we'll wait, send there's two more. packages. Um, this, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but Oreo is getting ridiculous. The original Oreo is great, right? Have you mm-hmm. had the original well, yeah. Oreo, Francesca? Oh, yeah. Then they came out with some other variations. Uh, the peanut butter Oreo is dynamite. I don't know if you've had that. I was going to bring those, but I, I couldn't tried. find them. Mm. But they've gone off the rails. And so I saw this one. <laughs> are, are, you, are you a citizen, uh, Francesca? I have a green card. You have a green card. You will be a citizen in mere minutes of the United States. After you eat this. Even old Donald is going to welcome you with open <laughs> arms. Because here I have... Red, white, and blue Oreos. Team USA Oreos. Team USA Oreos. Olympics. Right, they made these anyway. It's got red, white, and blue frosting in there. Frosting is red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue. Francesca, you are. I can't believe that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You're going to have diabetes by the time you're you're (laughs) done here. Yeah. You're going to be so American. It's going to be fantastic. Next, there'll be Italian Oreos. Exactly. Is there no stopping this? No, no. So. So we're going to go ahead. This is our our goal to get Francesca oh. welcomed into the United States. Look at that. Team, look at that. Just take a look at those. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, wow. Now, if when Francesca takes a bite, an eagle soars overhead. <laughs> so there you go, Becca. Give that a try. Francesca. All right. Oh, dear. Stafford. <laughs> Wow. Stafford won't even taste this one either because Stafford's so full of freedom with his military That's service. That's what it is. Yeah. God bless America playing in the background. <laughs> that, I, ooh, um, Who came up with this idea? I, I mean, have no I mean, idea. <laughs> the Olympics aren't happening, but we're committed to this. God damn it. <laughs> These are getting made. I will say, hmm. my, my grandkids taught me this. Yeah. There's a side effect from blue frosting. Like your is your poop term blue? It does. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so just, I feel hoax. like we're in a safe place with like the one ounce of blue frosting. You know, <laughs> I think if we were to eat the whole thing, it could get really bad. But I think we limit ourselves to one. Hmm. Hmm. I think we'll survive. Well, what tastes like freedom? It's better than the birthday cake. Yeah, one, I think it tastes like yes. freedom, cockiness, <laughs> and a whole lot of national debt. Is what <laughs> can, you t- can you taste the, the military spending? That, that taste yeah. t- to me, yeah. that taste identical to the birthday one. You must have the coronavirus. No, I always corona. Yeah. no, yeah. no. I've always had a poor sense of taste. I Does guess. the white claw taste like birthday cake Oreo? Let's see. <laughs> Thank you, son of a gun. It does. Yeah. <laughs> It's less sweet. It's a little less sweet. It than I think it's yeah. because it's so sweet. Yeah. They're just... They're, yeah, they're, probably like, the same. I can't pick up the difference. Jeff, when you were flying top secret missions in, as a helicopter pilot for the United States Army in the 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment, and you were mm. protecting our freedoms, did it taste a little bit like this cookie? It did. It was just <laughs> like that. It was just like that. 
fond memories. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Francesca, by the way. It is pouring rain outside, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm glad I ran Holy my car through cow. the car wash today. Uh, but Francesca, you you bailed after the cookie. I don't blame you. You don't yeah. want to. You don't want to get the diabetes all the you know, all together. I'm going to have another one just because this may get my freedom levels up to Jeff Stafford uh-huh. level. There freedom. you go. <laughs> that and your kid, your kids are going to eat diabetes. those when you get home. They'll be gone tonight. No, you're, I'm going to leave them here. Oh, oh. Does this have alcohol in it? It does have is alcohol. Is there some alcohol? Okay, because my head is a little spinning right now. <laughs> <laughs> about to get a lot more fun. We, we, we forgot to disclose that, I guess. Charles. You didn't say that to me, that <laughs> that, that is, is not alcohol. Francesca, okay. why do you think your husband bought a case of it? I Now I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, when's your anniversary, Francesca? That's the question. It's coming. I, actually, it's September 22nd. Okay. Oh. All right. That's why you bought the claw. There you go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can feel it now. Yeah, I can. I can yeah. Don't drink these during Ball State. Oh, no. No, no. Not, not a real good way to hydrate. Although, I have to say that in Italy, the way we do uh, races, uh, particularly in the long ones, uh, they serve beer. Sure. Yeah, they yeah. have beer. Sure they do. And the Passatore, which is from Florence to Faenza, a beautiful race of 62 miles, uh, they serve wine. Oh, look at that. So wine, I'm not sure if that can work. But beer, I, I don't think I'd that, make it through a race. Yeah, <laughs> wine is a little too much. But beer, I think uh, I think people can handle. It's got the carbs, you know, yeah. you can... Yeah. Past Michael and Vanessa of All State had their oh, beers yeah. in the brown bags day one. I passed them that <laughs> way. Well, miles in, and they were having a great you know, time. You know, Tim, Tim, Tim Hardy, he put yeah. quite a few posts up of him having a cigar and a beer almost nightly. Yeah. I'm yep. like, yeah. okay, yeah. he's enjoying that. Yeah. We're going to get a pack of Swisher Sweets from the last there. gas station we see. <laughs> With or without tips? <laughs> well, you got to get the wood tips that are made okay. out of plastic. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Wine? A wine half marathon? Does that not sound right up your alley? It sounds like something they do in Michigan. We actually have wineries in Michigan, and they we have a lot of races through the wineries. So, Ooh. yeah, I'm sure there's probably one of those around. we got to convince the Lady yeah. Speedstick Half Marathon right. to go through the, winery. the wine country. Yes. See, I used to go up to Martin, Michigan, yeah, when I used to drag speedway. race. I used yeah. to race up there a lot. Yeah, He used to dress and drag and run races. He used to sign up for the Lady Speedstick. Not that Speedstick. kind of racing. He used to sign up for the Lady Speedstick Half Marathon <laughs> as Jeff Rietta. Nice. No. <laughs> This quarter mile automobile drag racing. Right, yeah. That's yeah, what Martin's known for. It's known for its drag it racing? Is. So, what, what are you gals looking forward to doing in, because, you know, 2020 is coming to a close. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got, what, four months left, and right. then 2021 will be here. What are your, your big goals for 2021? What you going to do? Yeah. We'll, well go with Becca Joyner first. All my races from the spring have been pushed to the fall. So it's like every weekend. They're all full. From September to November now are ultras and marathons. Oh. So you know some of them are going to fall, right? But right. Um, I'm really hoping Yeti 100 still happens. Mm-hmm. Signed up for that one. Um, there's a last runner standing in Wisconsin, too, that's happening, Where? I think. So 10 junk miles racing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On. Yep, yep. So hoping that one happens, but yeah. And then uh, Blackbeard's hmm. Revenge is a new 100 down in North Carolina mm-hmm. um, in the spring. So, yeah. You got to win one of these things so your kids are impressed. Well, yeah. That's the problem is I won a few, and now they expect it. Oh, that's so the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> okay. is now when I don't, they're like, oh. So um, what, what, what was the first race that you won, Becca? Eagle Up 100K in Canal Fulton, Ohio. Okay, so, so. You, you win that thing, yep. and then you, you you call the family. Right. And you're like, hey, yes. Mama just won. Right. And that's got to be... They, like, a, won the women? No. I won. You won the, whole, right. the whole shebang. Yes. yes. Which, when your Same kids thing. are at that age, where they, they think that's pretty cool. Right. Yeah, like, they get that. Like, my kids are... My, my oldest is a sophomore in college... My youngest is a freshman in high school. There is not a thing I can do to impress those three. Not a Tough thing. Right. right. I am just this dork who makes bad jokes. And whatever I do, it's not impressive at all. But Winnie, they got to just think that that's incredible. That was good. But yeah, that's at the bar. And now, right, anytime that you don't win. It's, eh, that's okay. You tried, Mom. Nice try, Mom. You tried. That's the important thing. But, I mean, you may have to, are you going to have to bail on some races you signed up for because of them all moving to the same time period? See how it works out, right? Right. Let's see if we can run 100 and then 100 and then a last man standing and then a marathon and, yeah, hope 
some of them. Sounds reasonable. Essentially, oh. Becca Joyner's putting right. a lot of miles on her car. Right. Yeah. 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 So I've got the um, Mad City, the 100K. Yeah. was supposed to be in the spring. That moved to November mm-hmm. 1st. That was mm-hmm. supposed to be the A race of the season. Good grief. was the 100K right um, championship. And I really wanted to do well at that. Now I've got six races every weekend before it. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting fall if things don't fall. So, Francesca, what about you? Well, the races I had in mind have been postponed. So the Pistol Ultra is in March. And then I have a couple of marathons just to go back and get some speed. Uh, Then I have these two in Italy when I go there in May. But I usually sign up at the very last day. Uh, How do you get to do that nowadays? Because I, that's true, but I I keep training. I train constantly. So it's not that I have one race. You never know what's going to open up. Exactly. I don't have one race in mind. And then uh, if there is something interesting, I just jump in. Like uh, after Wall State, two weeks later, I ran a 12 hour event in um, Kentucky, Shelbyville. It was uh, like a trail. So I did that, and I decided to do it because I was feeling good, and I said, "Why not?" So I, <laughs> as, as I, Becca just my shakes feet are still like peeling from the blisters <laughs> of Ball State. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. That goes on for a while. Happy for you, right? Well, I'm lucky. I didn't get any yeah. blister. I don't get blisters, so not going. How do you not get, get blisters, Francesca? I don't, blisters. I don't know if I run light. I Is don't it know. an old There's Italian something. secret or something? Could be. <laughs> you gotta rub your feet with pasta at night. That's what it is. You know what? Francesca, you should make up the strangest thing and people will do it. And then it. they would buy it. Right, like, course. I yes, rub yes, my, yes. my feet down with marinara sauce yeah. each night and people, you'd yeah. see people like doing that before oh, they do a race. It. They'd do it. They would, yep, they would sure. know. They would do that. Olive yeah. oil, you could but, say that. Yeah, there's no secret actually. Uh, it's just, um, I, don't get, I don't get blisters. I had blisters on my lips. Because of the sun. Yeah. Oh, I thought so maybe you were talking too much. So <laughs> <laughs> talking to tell me too much. Right. But nothing else. So I, I, I was feeling so well, and I did almost 54 miles, which was, it's not great, but still on a trail two weeks after that is running 10 and 14 mm-hmm. is still good. So I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> wow. I just, I, it's incredible that she can run Vol State and then two weeks later do a 12-hour Let's event. go run again. Right, right, mm-hmm. right exactly. Cool. Like yeah. so many people I think that run that race or even after you run 100 and you're like, I'm going to take some, some time off. How do you how do you bounce back so quickly, no, Francesca? I, I went back on running maybe a week later and then... Uh, back to the gym as well so i do gym in the morning and then run in the afternoon at the beginning i was running every other day but still 10 12 miles uh and then uh, i did that so i i, I keep just running so what do you what's do you, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, what's what's your typical typical average training week consist of as far as miles go yeah between uh, no less than uh, Six, so it's normally eight or ten per a day. Per, per, day. Day. A day. per day, yes, yes, yes. So you're putting in seven. So when I push, like in, in May, it was like twenty miles a day, and then I did some thirty miles back to back. Yes, it was like six hundred and thirty-six miles. That's crazy! Mm-hmm. Crazy oh, wow. cow. But usually, I can reach like three hundred. Mm-hmm. Dead gum. Uh, Becca, do you want to just pass on that question? Right. Not 600. Yeah. 50 to 70 miles is usually what I'm getting in a week. Was that so. your, your, your vol straight train? Vol yeah. straight training was like 50 to 70 yeah. miles. Yep. What do you yep. think you training wise, what do you think is a reasonable number for, you know, a hundred or these big races? I think 50 to 70 has always done really well for me. You know, I always feel good at them, finish pretty well. I'm a big fan of like running the least amount that you have to, to do well at your race and not overdoing it. So for me, um, with working and everything, I just can't fit in more than that. And I've always done all right. So, you know, it's kind of crazy that, you know, social media and everything, you have superstars like Francesca. Uh, <laughs> and but you, have, you had guys that were, and gals that were doing, and this was popular, you know, five years ago, 200 mile weeks were like the big, like, oh man, I got another 200 mile week. Wow. And you see a lot of those guys burned out now. And it was kind of yep. became like the benchmark, right? Of 200 mile week, you know, you're in shape. And so many people tried to, 
obtain that. Yeah. Francesca, it's too much. What did, in your training, what is something that you've learned that you were like, oh, I, I, sh- I wish I would have known this sooner? Oh, my gosh. First of all, I wish I would have known that there were some products that you can eat and drink during the races because I'm old school. My races uh, up until maybe 13, 14 years ago, the fuel I had was a package of sugar. That was it. Sugar and water. Yeah. You would just eat sugar and water? Sugar and water. That was it. It's quick energy. Yeah. Then uh, I said, I, I just... So other runners, they had these uh, fancy drains uh, that actually I cannot process. I cannot have anything else like tailwind or anything like that. Just water, maybe some Gatorade, but that's it. And then, you know, products like goo and other uh, fuels that I discovered later, much later. And still, I, I have pretty difficulties in digesting. That's my major problem that um, I experience uh, uh, like I'm a puker. Okay, so I know, Uh, but I know. You you have to find that fuel that works for you. Exactly, and and I know that I have to do that. That's my major issue when I race is my stomach, not my legs, nothing else, just my stomach. So... um, I know that I have that issue, so I try to uh, cope with it. I saw nutritionists, uh, but now I have the solution. So the corn syrup. Something the to corn try. syrup, which I'm going to try, of oh, yeah. course. Yeah. Because that's the major thing for me. Yeah. Right now, all the goo manufacturers are saying, damn it! Yeah. Armstrong has ruined our Stop business. <laughs> Running us out of business, for God's sake. We were going to sponsor the podcast, but not anymore. No. I can't wait till two weeks from now when I'll start the podcast with, Welcome to the Adventure Jogger Podcast, brought to you by Great Value Light Corn Syrup with Real Vanilla. True. Now available at your local Walmart. True. When I, raise, when I uh, train, I don't even carry water with me. So I don't really run with no water. They, they they usually call me like a, you're a camel because I don't uh, drink very much and I train without water. If I need water, then I go back to my home, to the house. I drink some water and then back on the course. You don't so carry water. I with don't you? carry water. No, even if I'm out for two three hours, I don't carry water. I- Oh. I'm not sure. I, I don't could know if do that's that. That's why. Well, that's why half, half a white claw is making her oh, yeah. dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't dehydrated. Like more torturing, or uh, but wow. that's the way I do. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Becca. Think of all the time I wasted drinking water <laughs> at Ball State. Such <laughs> that a, was the difference. What a f- I was. God. What was I thinking? Well, I, I do Such drink during the race. I, I did yeah. drink. But when I train, I tend not to carry water. Do you generally drink water at races? Water. or Just water. Or like an Italian? In I this kind of heat, no, heat humidity, okay. I, can, I can eke out a 10-miler on the water. But anything beyond that, I've... I have got to have fluid. Well, you, sir, are no Francesca. That's, you're right about that. Yeah, you are no Francesca. Run like a girl. Exactly. Run like Francesca. Mm-hmm. What about you, Becca? What's something that in your training, because you've, you've progressed rather quickly from that first you know, running of like, listen, I'm going to win this step contest. Yes. I'm going to burn you motherfuckers down <laughs> at work. I am going to be the, the queen of, of, of steps step challenges, right. at work. I'm going to get that $100. Right to just your ultra career and and W's and all that stuff. What's one thing that you wish you would have known earlier on? Um, I think how much easier it gets, right? Like once you get past so many miles, five miles, 10 miles, it gets easier. Like just getting that base built up. If you can just keep your base, it's not that hard. You know, if it was that hard, I wouldn't keep doing it. Right. 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 Um, So I think, yeah, I think people, maybe they get injured or, you know, then they have to rebuild that base and it is hard. But once you get there, I mean, you just maintain it and then it's not so bad. It's like when 10 miles is easy. Right. That's when running's really big fun. Right. Like you're like, how can you find running fun? Yeah. Well, once it's like that sweet spot, once 10 Mm -hmm. miles, you can go out for 10 miles and be like, yeah, that was easy. Then you're like, ooh, this is really a whole Mm -hmm. lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. Jeff, what about you? You didn't know I was going to ask you, did you? What's something you wish you would have known earlier in your in your training, Jeff? Other than your corn love syrup. of white claw. And corn syrup is cheap. 
You got nothing? I'll get back with you. Okay. All right. We know we know where you live. We know where you live. <laughs> We're in your house right now. I, I've drawn a blank. That's okay. It's, it's okay You to do draw. that occasionally. It's okay to draw a blank I think it's from running too many miles in the heat. It, it could be that altogether. <laughs> Ladies, thank you for, for joining us on this episode of the Adventure Jogger. Francesca, I appreciate you coming up. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to see you, Becca. I know. Yes. You too. So the last time I saw Francesca was on the side of the road on like a mountain in Tennessee puking? on day four. <laughs> was she puking? And I was yeah. crying. <laughs> You know, she's been home and clothed and clean. Yeah. So it's nice. This is what I look like as a human. <laughs> I'm not a hobo on the side of yeah. the road. Yeah, really so, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, because after I finished, then I decided I just wanted to go back on the course and cheer. See who's so, out there or what they're yes, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the runners. So I saw Becca yeah. and many others. And it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Very cool. Yeah. Becca? Yeah. Yes. You're going to go have some fun. Right. At that hotel in Nashville. There's no right. kids. No. No husband. Pool bar. Yeah, you got the pool yeah. bar right there. Nice. <laughs> what time you got to hit the road tomorrow to be right. back in Michigan in time for the Kung Fu? Meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'll get up when I get up. <laughs> you never know, right? Yeah. But no. Thank you seriously. Yeah, no, it's, it's been so fun. great having you. Yeah. Um, had I known you were going solo, I, I would have told you there's some great places here in Clarksville you could have yeah, stayed. Yeah, right. Who Did, knew? Can you get your money back? Can we? I mean, I got a spot on the couch. I feel, right. I feel, I feel horrible. I'm good. No, it's fun. We'll check out Nashville, right? Yeah, you can go see the yeah, I saw the Parthenon today. Did you see the Parthenon? Which okay. Which people wonder, like, why is there a Parthenon what, in Nashville? What is that doing here? Well... <laughs> Well, that's a good question. Um, it's it's there, the Parthenon. Yeah, I think it was because of a fair. Yeah, I think yeah, that you're right. Maybe. Um, maybe you'll run into Keith Urban. Maybe I will. Yes. Maybe his daughter will be out training on the road. I can <laughs> cheer her on. <laughs> yeah, inspire young runners. But no, seriously, if you live, um, <laughs> I'm going to put it out as far as, as Becca lives. If you're if you're in the, you know, not I would usually say in the area and you want to join us in the studio, but hell, no matter where you are, if you want to join us in the studio, send Come us an on. email. Becca yeah. is now thrown down as the farthest person to drive to be on an episode of I the adventure we dare you to drive further yeah. than her we <laughs> dare is, you that is, nice. the, that is the dare nice jeff stafford will have a house full of oreos and white cloth for you wow red yeah. white and blue oreos god that was, that was amazing bar. i know did you want another one another one <laughs> let's have another let's have another one before we before we go here Just by the feel way that patriotism yeah, coursing here, through your veins it gets some of that freedom here mm. francesca maybe too I much freedom know. for it's you it's a little it's too a, much freedom today <laughs> <laughs> by the way adventure jogger gear available at the adventure jogger.com slash gear Good you can get soul. a shirt like nice. jeff stafford's wearing right now the cotton is wonderful uh trucker hats as well becca make sure you leave me your address because I want to send you something to wear in Michigan so you can be do. the only person in Michigan wearing Adventure Jogger gear. Francesca, oh, nice. if, if would you wear an Adventure Jogger trucker hat? Absolutely. All right, we're going to have to get Francesca we'll get hooked up. Uh, a, nice. a trucker hat. Gals, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for thank having you. us. This is great. Time. Thanks for listening, everybody. The Adventure Jogger. We are 100% listener supported. You can make a monthly pledge on our Patreon page. Just search The Adventure Jogger on Patreon or go to theadventurejogger.com. Join the community on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Adventure Jogger. And subscribe to The Adventure Jogger wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. 